Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning back in today. You can always reach out to us via email at pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, find us on Facebook, all those things. And uh, we are going to get right to it today. I'll be honest, I should be at work. I need to be leaving. Um, I should have already been gone. But um, as you know, if you follow the program, you know that we, um, in our home, we, on occasion, um, with regularity, we do what I just call whiteboard teaching time, which is I... I choose a verse. Um, maybe it's a part of a study I'm already doing, or maybe it's something just kind of random. And we talk about it. We extrapolate the words. We do word studies and, and just kind of present a theme, a, a topic of discussion and consideration. And this morning, I, I landed on Psalm 119, um, verse 41. And man, I just really felt like you know how if you love studying the word of Elohim and you love, you know, creating commentary towards it, whether it's for just for yourself and in your journaling time or or you're a, a Bible class teacher or a pastor or whatever form, just conversing with your family, um, it can just it can just pour out like like a flood sometimes and in this verse, man, I just couldn't get away from it. It was just really arresting me today as I thought towards it, as I was doing a couple things between the whiteboard teaching time and preparing to leave, to go out and, and, and live my life. Um, and so I just felt compelled to run down here and turn everything on. I hope everything's functioning the way it's supposed to and just really just talk about this. And so I just typed out a couple pages of thought towards it, and I want to place it into your court of consideration um, as we look at this verse of Psalm 119, verse 41, which says, May your loving kindnesses come to me, Yahweh, your Yeshua, your salvation, according to your word. Okay, so let's read it again. May your loving kindnesses come to me, David is crying out, O Yahweh, your salvation, which we, of course, know is Yeshua, according to your word. Um, and I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to stick to reading a lot of this today to uh, get this to the point and move on. But I want to propose that this verse is probably one of the most important verses that we will ever read in our lives. Um, when, when I read this this morning, and, and again, keep in mind, I'm also doing this Who is Yeshua study um, that's been going on for about 60 days or so, maybe a little bit more now, and we'll go that far again, if not longer, to, to figure out exactly what this is saying, which is why it really resonated with me, is I want to know who Yeshua is, which was the bodily form of Yahweh is salvation. I want to know who he is according to your word, O Yahweh. So when I, when I was reading this this morning and then I decided to land on it for the whiteboard and then for this to expand it a little bit further, I'm like, Father, this is my prayer. This has been my prayer since this kind of came on the scene to me last year in 2022 about I'm not sure I properly understand who Yeshua was, is, and will be. So that's what I embarked on several months back, as I said. And so this verse, a little bit about this verse specifically. Now, this is the longest chapter of the Bible, okay, Psalm 119, in number of verses and in words both. And, and here we see this, this beautiful poetry by David. And, and 
He's lavishing his love for Father's Torah throughout this, this chapter. Um, and it uses the 22 letters of, of the Hebrew alphabet to, to talk about his love and his adoration, his admiration uh, of, of exaltation of Yahweh's beautiful Torah, <laughs> the, the instructions on how a man should live. Um, there's no way around that. And, and like Christians have a real t- hard time appropriating chapters like Psalm 119 when we start saying, okay, well, we hear all these bumper sticker verses about David declaring his love for God's law, his love for God's law. God's law is this and this and beautiful and wonderful for my good. Um, how I love your law, your Torah, your instruction, your counsel. And, and like, okay, well, how can we divide this verse in Psalms with this verse in Psalms? And one is absolutely for us. Oh, by, you know, as a deer pants, as I always say, you know, oh, the beautiful, beautiful imagery of the Psalms. And I just say, okay, well, yes, yes and amen. Yes, let's talk about that. But I say, well, we hear about that all the time. But what about the next verse that says, oh, how I love your perfect Torah. It endures forever. It remains forever. It's established from beginning to end. Well, what about that? Oh, well, that's not for me. And like here, here we are yet again in the endless the, the, the cyclical pattern of like, well, we just turn away from that. Well, that's not for me. I'm not a Jew. Okay, so I guess all these other promises, and we say that all the time. I don't want to go down that road. That's not my point today. In this verse specifically, David makes this de- declaration, and he's crying out for two things. Um, so let's just talk about them for a moment. Number two, we're going to really spend all of our time on for the most part. But number one, of course, needs mentioning because he says, May your loving kindnesses come to me. Father's great mercies. Now, this is chesed in Hebrew. His mercies, his loving kindnesses. Um, this is something we see uh, all throughout both Testaments from beginning to end is the mercy of Yahweh. His compassion, his mercy, his loving kindnesses um, extended to those who walk in his ways. I mean, there's no way. This is covenant. This is covenant. You have you have covenant that goes from beginning to end. Uh, uh, Yahweh is looking for a covenantal people. And a covenantal people down to an elementary level so that people like me can understand it, is you obey. That is why Yeshua said, I do nothing on my own initiative. I'm not here to institute anything that is of myself. I am here to say what my Father said. And that's all I listen to, and that's all I speak. And guess what he said? (laughs) The same thing Yeshua said. If you love me, keep my commandments. It really is that simple. That is covenantal living. That is salvation. Um, and so that's what we're going to spend time talking on. Um, but just for clarity's sake, this word kesed, Exodus chapter 20, uh, verses 5 and 6 it appears, just because I like, I like making at least a brief standard from the word of Elohim and how words are used in different places. For I, Yahweh your Elohim, am a jealous Elohim bringing the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, those who disobey, those who are not part of the nation of Yahweh, the the Goyim nations that are not a part of Yahweh's nation, which are governed by his Torah commands. That's really a simple understanding of this. 
But instead, but to others, I show loving kindness. Okay, so who does he show loving kindness to? Which is this chesed, mercies, to the thousands of generations of those who love me and keep my mitzvot, my commandments. Now again, Yeshua, if you love me, keep my commandments. Here's Yahweh, Exodus chapter 20. My loving kindness I will show, quoting, to those who love me, and keep my commandments. They are and forever will be and were then inseparable. Love and keeping the commandments of Yahweh Elohim. Lamentations chapter 21. Uh, no, I missed that. It's verses 21 through 23. I think it was chapter 4. I did not put it in my notes. Um, but it says this, Therefore I have hope because of the mercies, the loving kindnesses of Yahweh. We will not be consumed for his compassions never fail. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Again, so what? His mercies, his loving kindness, his chesed, they are new every morning. Okay, and so, so that's number one of what David is crying out for, is, is for Yahweh's loving kindnesses to come to him. Um, and he knew how to those who love me and keep my mitzvot, which is why all throughout all of Psalm 119, specifically in, in most of the Psalms in general, he's saying, I cherish, I love, I am committed to your Torah, Father, because I know according to the word, according to the word that preceded me, you show loving kindness to those who love you and keep your commandments. And so David, of course, knew this. And number two, which is our main point here, David calls out to Yahweh for his Yeshua. Okay, he calls out for Yahweh's salvation. And I'd like to draw your attention, most of all, highlight and elevate to the utmost how he requests that Yahweh's Yeshua, salvation, comes to him. This is of utmost importance, and this will change the life of a humble man who wants to know Yahweh and know his son for who they are and abandon every single other thing that we have inherited by the doctrines and traditions of men that have made Jesus someone Messiah was never meant to be. Okay? That sounds really hard, but that's just where I am right now, and I'm, I'm trying to inch out in humility and gentleness of sticking to the word of Elohim so much that I'm starting to look like a crazy prophet man because I'm saying, look, thus says Yahweh Elohim. Thus says the word of the Most High. I, it isn't my opinion. This isn't my personal belief. Well, my personal belief about that is it doesn't really matter or it absolutely matters. I'm just reading the Bible. I'm reading the Bible and I'm studying the best I know how to show myself approved, which is leading me to these questions of, am I looking to Yahweh, who is my salvation, which is Yeshua, by name, according to his word, according to his word? And that's what we're going to stay on here for a few moments. This is where the importance of how salvation comes, to use this verse again very precisely, becomes our main focus. The absolute only way that Yahweh's salvation can come is when it is according to his word. Friend, please rewind, pause, think about that phrase for a moment. I have several of those heavy hitters here just according to this one verse in Psalm 119, chapter 41. His salvation, his Yeshua, according to the word of Elohim, cannot come any other way. 
It cannot come any other way. For all others are not sourced in Yahweh, who is salvation. <laughs> we see the most familiar use of this word, okay, word, the word. In Psalm 119.11, we're still in 119, back several verses. I have hidden your word, I have treasured your word. Where? In my heart, in my innermost being. Why? So that I may not sin, that I might not sin against you. Okay, so here we are again. The, the word is clear from beginning to end, and if in fact our Yeshua is according to the word, Yahweh's word, we have to see this. Okay? I have treasured and hidden this word, okay, in my heart. Why? So that I might not sin against the Father. Okay? <laughs> word here in Hebrew is imrah um, and refers simply to speech or commandment. All right? It's nothing very complicated. Now, it does not take, speaking of not complicated, it doesn't take a Bible degree to know that when David penned this, when he wrote Psalm 119, the Torah was the word that existed. Okay, I do this every time because we're always gaining new people that are asking questions like I've been asking, did ask, and will ask in the future about these things I've been handed in Christianity don't line up with the entirety of the word. So that's why this is important. We have to get through our Christian mindset that when, when David wrote this down, the word, okay, that, that the Messiah, Yeshua, salvation, must agree with is the Torah. <sighs> I try so hard to not just be completely repetitive on this, on this channel. I try my hardest, but there's no way around it. The word that existed when Psalm 119.41 was written was Father's Torah. And that's what David was referring to, saying, your Yeshua, Yahweh, your salvation must agree with your Torah. Father's Torah instruction was and is what defines sin, which takes us to what? What we were just looking at in 119.11. I've hidden that word in my heart, that what? That commandment, that speech, so that I might not sin against you. What is sin? Here we are again. What did Yeshua cling to and keep perfectly and keep as a commandment keeper? The instruction of Yahweh his Father. And therefore, it is the same for us. In his image, in his likeness, walking blameless before my Father. How do I walk blameless? What is walking blameless? Well, it's free from sin. What is sin? How do I know what sin is? The same way David knew what sin was. The Torah of his Father, Yahweh Elohim. Therefore, the treasuring of this word in one's heart kept someone free from sin. That is Yeshua the man, okay, the earthly flesh and blood Messiah, that is what defined him as free from sin. He was not a lawless one. He was the epitome of one who pleased the Father and kept his mitzvot, his commandments. He showed love for the Father. How did, oh, he just loved his Father. His love compelled him to obey. His love, his love, yes. But he knew because he said it himself to his father's, his followers and who would ever would listen, what his father said. 
If you love me, son, I believe we could say that. If you love me, son, keep my commandments. And Yeshua, who was salvation and is salvation, every time said, Yes, Father. Yes, Father. I will only do what I see you do and speak what I hear you speak because your ways are right and not my own. Because he had his own will, of course, as a man, fully God, fully man. This continues in the Newer Testament as well. Acts chapter 4, 11 and 12. Um, we see this. This Yeshua, again, salvation is the stone rejected by you, the builders, that has become the chief cornerstone. There is Yeshua, salvation, <laughs> and no one else. Okay, Yeshua, which is Yahweh, is salvation. There's salvation in no other but Yahweh. That is what is going, that really stings with believers when we, when we cling to the scripture. This is, this is somewhat complex and takes some real, some real sober thinking. According to the word of Elohim, there is salvation in no other, no other, but Yahweh himself. Why? There's no other name under heaven given to mankind by which one must be saved. Okay? Yeshua, which says Yahweh, is salvation. Yeshua's very name and thereby his life was a declaration of one thing. Hey, Look right up here to my Father. Yahweh is salvation. Yahweh is salvation. Yahweh is salvation. And friend, that's the beauty of the invitation to come into Messiah, is we join him with that declaration of self-denial, of suffering. We learn obedience through the things that we suffer. What is suffering? A denied will day after day after day. Not my will, but yours. That's the, that's the prayer, right? Your will be done. Your, your things uh, that you want to do be accomplished on earth as it is in heaven. Why? I'm, I'm abasing myself, denying myself in the pattern of the suffering servant, Yeshua Messiah, whose very name declared, Yahweh, you are salvation. It's beautiful, man. It's awesome. If we could get a little bit of that, it would change the, the, the church as we know it. There's only one Yeshua. <laughs> There's only one salvation. And any other that does not bear his name and entirely fit the criteria of the word, okay, is a false Messiah. I'm finally at a place where I can safely say that without just being offended even myself. The Bible makes this perfectly clear, friend. If we truly allow the word of Elohim alone to be our absolute authority... Salvation must come through the name of Yeshua because it declares Yahweh is my salvation. And he must always fit the criteria of the word. As our primary text, David is crying out, May your Yeshua, salvation, according to your word, come to me, O great Yahweh. It's got to be according to your word or I don't want it because it's not real. It is a false Messiah. Because we've been ignorant, this is where it gets personal and painful, and you've just got to be willing to take it or just turn it off and, and go about and, and, and worship Jesus how you inherited him. It is all of our choices, friend. We can cling to the word and never let go and allow it to retrain our minds on what is true and what is not, or we cling to what we love, and we love it because it's what we know, it is our choice. It's always our choice, friend. But because we've been ignorant, we have literally been ignorant. I have been ignorant 
And I inherited what I call now, according to the word, a false gospel that is spearheaded by a false Messiah that disagrees with the word's criteria. We should have great concern. Anyone who really wants to know Yeshua, this is what we just talked about in the last series, the four-part series that we just talked about. Does God's name matter? Does the name of the God of the Bible matter? Same concept. Same concept. The value and the importance of a name. So what do we do? We study. We study. And we study. More than we watch movies. More than we watch football. More than we watch basketball. Pointing at myself. More than we do what we want to do. We study. And we say, I don't know. Yeshua. Salvation. According to the word. It is possible, right, friend? It is possible. As I said in the last series, surely all of us, anyone who has any ounce of humility can admit, I do not know Yahweh of the Bible in fullness. There are parts of him I've misunderstood, misappropriated, and do not yet know. <laughs> None of us know him in fullness. None of us. What does the Bible alone tell us that the criteria for a Savior and salvation is. If anyone does not know what the Word tells salvation to be, we can create. If, if, if one doesn't know what the Word says salvation is and has to be according to the Word, we will create our own belief system. And it won't be rooted and established firmly upon the spoken Word of Elohim with great finality in black and white. This little paragraph I have italics and underlined. Please pay attention. And we'll bring this to a close here in just a mere moment. We cannot place our hope for salvation in man-made doctrines, denominations, family history, and spiritual inheritance, which are the same. Just what my daddy taught me and his daddy and his granddaddy is just what we do. Born and raised Baptist, this is my, doc this is my doctrine. This is salvation. This is Jesus. We cannot place our hope in that. Not even personal preference. I think Jesus is this. I know him. Same issue as with Yahweh and his name. I, you think I don't know God? And many people can rightly do what I've had to do, my wife has had to do. Hundreds of other people that I know personally and more so through the program are actually being willing to say, maybe I've not known the God of the Bible. Maybe I've not known Jesus. Maybe I've not known the full gospel. We talked about that almost a year ago now. The full gospel. What if Christianity has never even known it? Because we inherited a Roman Catholic doctrine that said we've replaced all of the Old Testament Torah Bible. We're not Jews anymore. All must be found to align to the word. If we do not know the full gospel that has been presented from beginning to end in this beautiful word of Elohim, we will not recognize the false that we have inherited. Do you hear what I'm saying? That has been my issue. Because of my literal ignorance, because of my ignorance and taking other people's word for who Jesus is, for who salvation is, what salvation is, what the gospel is, I'm now reading it and I'm saying, they're not the same. They're not the same. 
I understand how people got there through the traditions of Christianity. Yes, the traditions of the fathers that, that were prophesied and warned will happen. It has happened. But when I read the Word and I place that wherever that is inside me with that library of doctrine, I realize they're not the same. So what do I do? That's what we all have to decide. But we won't recognize the false that we've inherited until we read and study and dig out the real. We won't know. Until we know the biblical criteria, which is why I would say David is saying, he's crying out, May your salvation, your Yeshua, come to me, Yahweh, according to your word. I don't want it any other way. I don't want it towards idolatry and the ways of the nations and, and what's been handed to me from that guy and that guy. I want it according to your word, O Elohim, or I don't want it at all. This is of utmost importance, friend. As we study and learn, we must humble ourselves and lay down all that does not line up with the according to the word criteria. And friend, this takes time. This takes time. You will not read Psalms casually as you eat your eggs for breakfast in 10 minutes, 30 minutes even, and get this type of understanding. We will not know. The Bible is not a book to just breeze through every now and then like a novel that's really dear to your heart. This is, this is life-changing words. In conclusion, Herein is why I believe that this verse that we just looked at, Psalm 119, chapter uh, 119, verse 41, is of utmost importance for us to meditate upon, perhaps for days and weeks and maybe more. I'm, I'm pleading, submitting to you, asking of you to study this verse more on your own. And if deemed necessary, and only you will know that, allow Holy Spirit to give you eyes to see. We must be found knowing Yeshua, which is Yahweh's salvation, according to Yahweh's wonderful word. For there is salvation in no other source, friend. There is no salvation anywhere else but in that name, above all names. And what is it? Yahweh is salvation. So, friend, salvation Write it upon the screen here. <laughs> According to Father's Word. You've been watching the Path Design Podcast. We're rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for joining in. Go over to pathdesign.com. All the archive stuff is there. Um, I, I, I've been revamping my blog a little bit that I started like 17 years ago. I'm starting to post some of this stuff there as well as on our Facebook. Um, most of this is personal Facebook. Um, so anyway, go to Facebook and find us. Share these videos if you feel like it's something that's like, we've got to get this. We've got to hear this. Think right now, who needs to hear this? Not in a, who needs to hear this? That's right, send. No, but like, Father, breathe life into this for someone else. If this is true, if, if the word of Elohim really is to tell us who and what salvation is, then share this with someone else that would come to your mind, that Father would bring to light that would be encouraged and challenged and literally changed by Yahweh's awesome word. So thank you so much for watching. We'll be back for more stuff.